Welcome to the Jackie Service Show. I'm Jackie Service, where we are talking all things people strategy, entrepreneurship, and how hiring the right humans will unlock the next phase of growth in your business. As a former corporate VP of HR, my life completely shifted when I learned I had a brain tumor. From this moment forward, I knew there was more. I dove headfirst into healing, mindset work, and spirituality. And from this space, my entrepreneur journey was born. Now, I am a people strategist and founder of Serve Recruitment Agency, a boutique recruitment firm that helps scaling companies hire aligned leaders for growth. In this podcast, I'm gonna share about my business journey, entrepreneurship, leadership, and how hiring the right humans unlocks massive potential. Welcome to the show. Are you confused about hiring? You're not alone. Majority of leaders struggle to figure out who they need, in what roles, and when, and how these people will have the greatest impact on the growth of their business. This is why we created People Strategy Sessions to do a deep dive into your business and help you build a clear roadmap on the talent you need to drive sustainable growth. We dive into your greater why, where you are today in your business, where you want to go in your business from a growth standpoint, and ultimately, who do you need to enable that growth overall? For more information, please send an email to Jackie at JackieService.com or feel free to reach out at JackieService across all platforms. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to share this philosophy that came through me during the last decade of my own personal development and growth. I call it the power in the pause. You heard it right, the power in the pause. I don't know about you, but for me, I spent majority of my life striving, striving for the next thing, the next title, the next relationship, the next financial milestone. I was deep in the rat race of life, looking for that next thing that would create some form of happiness and or fulfillment within me. And when we got to that thing, I'm sure you can imagine that it wasn't quite there. It wasn't quite enough. It was never quite enough. And I watched, I have watched as a society, as we've really glorified this word busy, it's almost become this gold badge that when somebody says that they are busy, it means that they are worthy. It means that they're important. We've, we've created this deeper meaning from this word busy. And for me, my brain tumor was a massive shift in my life. I often talk about it in the, in the story where I would say, I feel like I was running full out, full out sprinting to that next thing, glorified with this gold badge on my, on my heart that said busy on it. And I was full out, full tilt sprint as fast as I could run. And my brain tumor 
was a brick wall that I did not see coming because my head was down looking at the ground. That brick wall was the first time that I got knocked on my tail and it forced me to stop. For me and my story, it was the interrupter in my life, the thing that forced the pause. And when I moved through my first pause, that was really the first time in my life that I had such an interrupter that it really forced me to sit in the uncomfortableness, which was my life. And for me, that first pause really led me to feel scattered, lost, disappointment, guilt, shame, fear, lack of belonging, the life I had created and the things I was striving for no longer felt meaningful and as important to me anymore, which led me to this really deep undertone of unworthiness. And so if you are in this time in your life where maybe you're moving through a transition or a major moment that has forced you to pause and you're feeling this way. I'm sharing my own lived experience from a place of, gosh, I wish there was somebody in community that I could have talked to during this time. And hold on. Because what I learned is that surrendering, surrendering to this pause has now become one of the greatest lessons in my life. The moments where I start to get back into the rat race, I start to feel myself really pick up speed. And for those that know human design, I'm a manifesting generator. So I can generate with the best of them. And generation means a lot of the doing, right? I can really crank out work. I can really get a lot done. I can be very action oriented. But my manifester side needs space. I need space to create. I need time. I need the pause. And my philosophy and what I had believed up until that moment in my life where I was diagnosed with a brain tumor is that that power was in doing. You were only as worthy of what you did in life. Getting the workout in, being in the relationship, having the job, being the best at the job, et cetera. And all of a sudden through this shift in perspective, I started to realize that maybe the power is not always in the doing. And maybe there is actual power in the pause. You see, what happens when we create pauses in our life or when they are created for us, which was my case 10 years ago, is we create space for magic to show up. We create space, period. That space can create magic, white space, connections, messages. Things that we are meant to hear can now show up because there's space in our life for them to come. You see, I have a belief that we uh, think about our body like a full cup of water, right? When your cup is full and you're just consistently pouring water and it's just overflowing, there's no room for any more water in that cup. Sometimes in pause moments, we need to drain a little bit of that water for something new to show up for us. And since my brain tumor, 
I have started intentionally creating these pause moments where I disconnect to reconnect. I disconnect from the computer. I disconnect from the phone. I disconnect from humans. I disconnect and I truly find that they are moments where I can reconnect to my deeper truth and to my, who I am. And when we intentionally put these into our lives and we create white space and for me in my days, in my work days, that has gone from back to back to back to back meetings to changing how I flow in a week. You know, a maximum of three to four meetings a day is all I will take with space in between each meeting. That space allows for the magic of having a conversation with somebody that goes a little long or picking up the phone call when somebody calls unexpectedly or taking the time to reconnect with myself and get out uh, for a walk in the forest in my backyard. We don't always know what these pauses are going to bring us, but I'm telling you that there is always a gift in each of them. I want to share a small story that happened last week. I was at an offsite with my team. And when we move through an offsite, we become very intentional in the kind of two and a half days that we're together. Night one is just all about connection and coming back together and, and dropping in. Day two is all about the pause. We take a massive time out to pause from our day-to-day lives. And in this, I always believe very deeply in experiences. And so we have started to integrate a new experience into each of those pause days, a different healing modality or self-development support that we all feel like we need. So we've done things like breath work, which is one of the modalities my dear friend Regina has led us through. And this time we integrated in with Reiki, which is a energy healing. More of that later. I will get into how Reiki really supported my healing process as well. And so this day becomes very, you just marinate in the space. You wake up, you move slow. We're eating delicious food. My dear friend Maddie is quite the chef and brings up all this nourishing food for everybody. And each each and every one of us gets a turn to go and have whatever healing modality we bring. In this case, it was it was Reiki. But it's in the pause moments when we least expect it that magic can show up. You see, we were staying in this Airbnb, and that morning we had a knock on the door. And this wonderful man was standing in front of me and he explained that he helped around the house sometimes, that he was local and he came by and he, you know, wanted to double check um, some of the work he had done earlier that week and wanted to make sure that everything was okay. And so he came in and he quickly checked um, the deck that he was, had been fixing and clearing snow off of. And when he came back in, we were just having a light conversation And I had asked him because this particular house had a real fireplace. Yes, my friends, a real wood-burning fireplace, not one that you can just flip the switch on. (laughs) And we had tried to get it started the night before, and we had failed miserably. Pretty comical, actually. We tried multiple times. It just didn't work. We even YouTubed how to start a fire properly um, and realized we likely didn't have the materials needed. 
And so this man, whose name is Mac, said that he would be back, that he actually uh, had a son that was an arbor and um, he could get us some wood and some paper and some kindling. And he felt like that would be the solve and the fire would work. And so he left that morning and, you know, we continued to flow through our day and everyone was now done Reiki and um, it was quiet in the house. Actually, one of the girls was still doing Reiki. One of them was having a nap. A couple of people had dispersed and I was alone by myself in the house. And it was starting to, it was right at, um, right at dusk. So the sun was setting and it was starting to get dark. And I thought in that moment, oh, Mac never came back. That's too bad. It would have been a beautiful night for a fire. Two minutes later, a knock on the door. Mac came back. Mac came back with a bin full of wood for us to start the fire. And in that interaction, he started to share with me a little bit more about his life. And it was very organic and authentic and just kind of came out of him when he shared that his son, who was a hiker and loved being in the mountains, had passed away. And he didn't share how his son passed away but he just started openly pouring in and sharing about this experience that he had had. And he walked to his car and he came back and he handed me a bookmark. And there's a quote that his son had said prior to his death that he left me with. And so Mac and I had, you know, this moment and this interaction together where we really just sat there. I held space for him as he was sharing about his son and this experience. But what I didn't do is I didn't necessarily, I didn't read the quote in that moment because it's, you know, four different kind of groupings, it's quite a long quote. And I didn't want to be rude and take my attention off Mac. And so I stayed in the conversation with him. And then Mac packed up and, you know, let me know that he would be back later to pick up his bin. Um, and we wish each other well. And he went on his way. I walked into the home, sat down, looked at the front of the bookmark, which is a beautiful picture of Collingwood, Collingwood shoreline for all my Ontario friends. And on the back, this is what the quote says. I'm not exactly sure what heaven looks like or even what it will be. What I do know is when I'm on the mountains and above the clouds, I feel closest to it. I feel this connection to something much greater than myself, something beyond my comprehension. It reminds me that I'm part of a bigger picture and a more beautiful plan than just my own day-to-day -day life. Maybe you believe in heaven, maybe you don't. Maybe you believe in something different than heaven altogether. You might get these feelings in the mountains too. You might feel them somewhere else. My hope is that you feel something somewhere that makes you realize you are here for a beautiful reason that is much bigger than you can fully understand. Life isn't just about living, it's about believing. And believing is all about seeing things that aren't in front of you, but all around you and inside each one of us on this earth.
Kenneth McAlpine. I sat in that house with that quote and read it multiple times and felt this deep connection to this message that was just handed to me on a bookmark from a man who was so selfless to help a few girls out build a fire because we had created the day to do so. This quote has left me deeply touched. In my life, I had a brick wall moment and I had a pause moment that I have so much gratitude for and I could get to continue to work on my health and be here on this journey. And for me, reading Kenneth's quote makes me believe that he maybe knew something bigger than all of us. Makes me believe that he was connected to something greater than. And so although he has passed, having taken a little bit of time and taken a look at his story and read a little bit more about his story, I found out that hiking was his passion. It was his gift. He was also an Amazing Race Canada contestant, a son, and it looks like he was loved by so many for his charisma and how he showed up in this world. And so these are the gifts that pause moments can bring us. These quotes that move us internally, that reconnect us to a greater meaning of what we're here to do. So what would it feel like if instead of placing the word power with the word busy, we exchange that out and place the word power with pause? I genuinely believe that when we can slow down and reconnect to who we are at a deeper level, we can create and we can bring our greatest gifts out into the world. And so in the show notes, we are going to link up a place where you can learn more about Kenneth and his story. We are also going to share, there is a foundation that has been created in his name, which our team will be donating to just to continue to keep this ripple alive and to continue to keep his story alive. His message has deeply impacted me and it came from a messenger and his father who was simply there to help us. So if you're listening to this, my ask, where can you create a simple pause in your day, in your week, and in your month and find out that there truly is power in the pause. Much love, and we will see you again soon. Thank you for listening in to today's show. If there was a key message that landed with you, please share or send us a direct message on Instagram at Jackie Service and let us know. We love hearing from you. Also, to continue to keep this podcast growing, it would mean the world if you could take a minute and like and rate the show or share it with a friend. Our team is forever grateful. Until next time, we'll see you again on the Jackie Service Show.